Augusta has started making fashionable nose masks. A side profit, she has another motive for starting this business. Well, I had a dream concerning this um, virus. And then I just prayed, as a usual dream, I prayed and then I forgot it until the news um, keep on coming. So because I love doing what I love to do, I was thinking of doing something to help Ghanaians. Because most of our, the cover nose we are using, the mask we are using, they are imported. Nose masks are mainly imported. The surge in the coronavirus pandemic meant automatic shortfall in demand for the product. Augusta tells me she's inspired to make up for the deficit by locally producing the reusable nose masks. And I was thinking of using something that is of our own African print that have two lining inside that you can actually wash and also use um, other things that will help maybe kill the virus or the uh, bacteria out of it, you re-iron it and you can use it. But Augusta is not an expert in nose mask production. Aside the fashionable nature of the mask, she has limited knowledge about its effectiveness. Would you also consider getting input from say an expert in exactly the lining, texture and everything that you need to, to perfect this product would you would you want to get that thank you thank you very much i really 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 want to welcome that and Latifa Drisa filed that report. Uh, just before we go, the Ashanti Regional Health Directory has been briefing the press and health authorities there say they are liaising with security agencies to arrest COVID-19 prank callers. They've also been given details about how a Chinese who presented COVID-19 symptoms refused to go to hospital, but he later tested positive. All contract contacts have been traced. Now we'll bring you details in our subsequent bulletin. But for more news, log on to myjoyonline.com. I'm Marva Crimson. Have a lovely afternoon. Message in a simple. If you say MTN Mumu, it you feel like very simple. This trip would get you do two hundred percent. Top up your airtime with your MTN Mumu wallet. A one a breakthrough repair. Enjoy two hundred percent bonus on any amount you recharge with your MTN Mumu. I'll meet three times your recharge money. <laughs> you can't believe it, Mibwa. Dial star one seven zero hash to top up your credit and feel the two hundred percent essential. For what the bra, then try calculation the reality. No, just momo it we get for you everywhere you go <laughs> terms and conditions apply It's a new day. Are you ready to make a change? A new part and to journey your way. To explore the things you never imagined. You're ahead of the race. Committed to you. A partner for life, yeah. Come back for call the distance with you.
first, we deliver the new learning experience. Join Learning, Ghana's first ever educational television channel, is here. It is well accepted by the students and highly recommended by the teachers. Let's hear what they have to say. Join Learning has brought me a lot of benefits academically. The channel has helped me to improve on my vocabulary when I watch the English lesson. Um, during my vacation, I dedicated my time watching the Joy Learning channel. And trust me, a lot of the lessons taught were very helpful, especially with my elective subjects. As a secondary school teacher, the Joy Learning Channel and their programs have helped greatly. I sometimes revise my method of teaching and I recommend that parents should encourage their awards to find time towards the channel. The Joy Learning Channel has really come at the most appropriate time. Our students on the double track system can enjoy normal classroom lessons when they are even on vacation. Parents should buy the multi-TV digiboxes so the award can have access to the rich educational materials on the channel. In collaboration with our partners, SES, Kenneth and Wolua Free, we bring you the best of your classroom experience on your television, in the comfort of your home, and everywhere. Join learning. Keep learning. Get ready for more explosive fun on your favorite late afternoon radio show, Drive Time on Joy. Yo, 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 yo. My name is Lexus Bell. Join me every weekday from 2 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Let's jam to great tunes, have great laughs, and win loads of goodies. Every Friday, you stand a chance of winning an all-expenses-paid hangout at an exclusive location with four of your friends on our Drive Parties Party. Explore G8 will take you around Ghana to see amazing sights. Plus, let's have intriguing travel conversations on our travel series every Thursday. Every Wednesday, the Drive Doctor comes with good health education. Your favorite role models and public figures will share their inspirational stories on personality profile every Thursday. And your favorite celebrities will pull through on Behind the Fame every Monday. You know where your dial should be locked every afternoon. Drive time on Joy with Lexus Bill. From the Camp of Liaison Legacy Productions comes the game show that presents to you what you think you know, that you don't know, but you think you know, but you don't know what you know. Continue the lyric of the song. I dash W I double L dash W E. Wait, like, am I supposed to pull the dash dash? (laughs) (laughs) Confused yet? Watch Innocent Souls compete for the chance to win various cash prizes with your most eccentric quiz master. Poisonous calamity guess you will keep. Infectious, dangerous, something, something. DJTFT, do you have it? Poisonous calamity guess you will keep. Infectious gravity straight to your grave. Polygamous entity don't fornicate. But them come and they from a congress. They got a bit of grass and they swat up. They eat my mother's side, my compadre. Thank you very much, DJGFT. Please, what is the meaning of that? <laughs> Poisonous calamity guess you will keep. Infectious gravity straight to your grave. Polygamous entity. What don't you know? Starting 21st March at 5 p.m. Joy Prime. Real entertainment.
bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensa Otterville. And now, today's word. Amen and amen and amen and amen. And you may be seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And it's a great joy to have you uh, in church with us today. Uh, although uh, church in your homes and uh, not church in this large congregation, uh, in this large auditorium, it's just interesting to be in the house of God uh, this morning uh, in this church and definitely uh, see more empty chairs than I've ever seen uh, in my years of ministry. But uh, God uh, is a good God and he is with us and uh, we trust that by the end of our service today something will touch you, something will change you, that God will speak to you and encourage you that the word of God will bring life and light to you. And so we trust God that uh, your heart will be open uh, as we minister his word uh, to you today. It's been quite an eventful week. It's been an eventful month. Uh, It's definitely been an eventful year. Every day, every hour, our world is changing right before our eyes. We are living in very, very historic times. Uh, when I was a child, uh, the, the biggest conversation that I used to hear from my parents and uncles and aunties and, and people of that generation centered around the Second World War. And they talked profoundly about the Second World War and how life was and how it changed them. Uh, before the Second World War, there was the First World War. These two events profoundly and radically changed the 20th century. Those of you who were born in the 21st century may have no clue what I'm talking about. Uh, This First and Second World War profoundly changed the 20th century. It changed the world's social structure. It overthrew monarchies and aristocrats, and it brought in the masses into the centers of power. This current epidemic or pandemic could And I say could, not would, but could radically transform the 21st century. And what kind of transformation? I don't know. Uh, We have seen nations that we thought were on top of their game seem to be superpowers all of a sudden become very vulnerable and crumble right before our eyes. And I guess that is part of the sense of anxiety because those we trusted in are collapsing before us. We have seen uh, people that we thought were untouchable being touched. We've seen fear in the eyes of leaders of nations, presidents, and prime ministers as they try to grapple with this level of uncertainty. And maybe, maybe, This is what will bring the so-called weaker nations into the centers of power, just like the First and the Second World War brought the vulnerable into the the centers of power. So we don't know. Uh, We're just watching and observing, and this could be a game changer in the dynamics of world power. 
but I know most of you are not thinking of these things. I mean, this you're not thinking about Second World War and First World War and centers of power. You're thinking of whether you live through this pandemic or not. Whether your loved ones, your parents, your grandparents, your siblings, children, and friends will live through this pandemic or not. That's what you are thinking of. Uh, For most of us in this season, we feel like we are surrounded by death and that death is closing in on every side. It is a very fearful thing to be in a place like this in your life where... There is an enemy you can't see. You can't know whether you've contracted him or whether he's coming to you. And uh, we've all become hypersensitive uh, to the functions of our body. If somebody (coughs) coughs, we all feel very, very uh, petrified. Uh, When there is a sense of a cough, you have to hold it for a very long time. You get a little headache. Uh, You amplify it in your mind. somebody sneezes, uh, we don't say God bless you again. Uh, The person has now become the devil and we want to run away from him. So we live in very, very fearful times. Everything has become very suspicious. Everything has become very fearful. So my message today is titled Through the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Through not in, but through the valley of of the shadow of death. The text is taken from the most beloved Psalm, Psalm 23, and I will read the first four verses. I will do the part two next week, and uh, I will read the first four verses, but I will focus my message on the fourth verse, Psalm 23, verses 1 to 4. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesakes. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Very powerful words. The Holy Spirit inspired these words through the experiences of King David. David started out his life as a shepherd and later became a king. And his life as a shepherd influenced his understanding of God. He saw God through his experiences. He saw himself first as a sheep in God's pasture. And when he became a king, he saw himself as a shepherd over Israel. He had what we'll call an upward and a downward shepherd experience. Upwardly, God was his shepherd, but he also was a shepherd for those who were below him. He looked up to God as shepherd to guide him, and he trusted him to order his steps. David's view of God as shepherd was mirrored by Christ himself, who called himself the good shepherd and is also described as the great shepherd and the chief shepherd. So David understood what it was to be a shepherd and to be shepherded at the same time. David understood danger. He understood danger 
when he was a shepherd and understood danger when he became a king. Every day of his life, he, had, he was faced with so much danger all around him. And, and that's where the psalm emerges from. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The phrase, the valley of the shadow of death, is very interesting. So let me define three important words there. The first one is valley. A valley is a place of deep depression. It's a place that is low. It's down. David lived in Judah. And Judah was a hill country. And every hilly country has got valleys. And uh, it was in these valleys that sometimes he would take his sheep. And what happened was in the days of David, these valleys uh, had a lot of thieves and it had a lot of wild animals. So when a shepherd took his sheep through these valleys, they were exposed to danger. The valley represents a place of depression. The second word to look at is the place shadow. Is the word shadow. The shadow is a place of darkness and gloom. Shadow necessarily blocks out light. So when there is a shadow, light is absent. For, for, for there to be a shadow, light must be out of the way. And so David talks about a shadow. Then the third one is the word we all hate, death. Death here is a play, state of despair and a state of destruction. The shadow of death, therefore, is when you feel the presence of death all around you. When David talked about the valley of the shadow of death, he was not imagining. He was talking about a real place. It was a place he had taken his sheep to many times through the valley of the shadow of death. And he himself had been through the valley of the shadow of death many times, both as a shepherd and as a king. And today I feel like the days we live in feel like the valley of the shadow of death. It seems as if we are all in a low place. Even the most carefree people have become very cautious. Everybody seems to be low. It's a valley of the shadow of death. And yes, it appears real. Because if you lived in Wuhan, China, you will feel like you were living in the valley of the shadow of death. If you lived in the Lombardy region of Italy, at this moment, you will feel you are living in the valley of the shadow of death. If you live in Spain or live in Iran, you will feel like you are in the valley of the shadow of death. If you lived at this time in New York, the proverbial Big Apple, the city that never sleeps, where everybody wants to experience, now quiet. If you lived in New York today, you will feel like you are living in the valley of the shadow of death. And of course, if you live in Accra, Ghana, Lagos, or in Johannesburg, or lived in Dakar, Senegal, or some other African city, you may not feel like the valley of the shadow of death, but you feel like the valley of the shadow of death is creeping in. It's coming, and we are not sure 
how it will hit us. So for each one of us, we can relate to David's valley of the shadow of death. 